Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof every fourth Wednesday of the month. We advocate for affordable, secure and appropriate housing. So listen up every fourth Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. Uh, that's right. This is the Housing for the Aged Action Group show here on 3CR. Uh, I'm Shane. I'll be with you for the next half hour. Thanks very much to Carl for another great episode of Renegade Economists. Um, tonight we're going to have an interview with Spike from the Homeless Persons Union of Victoria. And HAG obviously is a service that deals with a lot of, sorry, an organisation uh, that has a lot of members who've experienced homelessness or the risk of homelessness. And the HPUV is another really exciting uh, organising project that's bringing together people with those sorts of experiences. Uh, their sort of demographic or the people that they've been organising are pr- quite different in a lot of ways than HAG members tend to be. Uh, but there's also a lot of overlap, a lot of common interests, and I think it's a really exciting interview that you're going to get a lot out of. So I am just going to get out of the way. We'll hear a couple of messages, and then we'll come back with Spike from the HPUV. Thanks very much. The fourth National Elder Abuse Conference will be held in Melbourne on the 24th and 25th of February 2016. With our ageing population and greater focus on family violence, this conference is a timely and crucial part of the effort to stop elder abuse. Focusing on ageism, rights and innovation, the conference will benefit those working with older people. Early bird registrations close on the 11th of November. For more information, check out elderabuseconference.org.au or contact Seniors Rights Victoria on 1300 368 821. That's 1300 368 821. Seniors Rights Victoria is a 3CR supporter. Politicians and mainstream media are fueling anti-Muslim hate. Attacks on Muslims are increasing and the fear is causing some women to restrict their movements. Worse, an anti-Muslim political party is launching in October. It's time for people who oppose bigotry to organise. Stand up and speak out against Islamophobia. Sign the statement at www.voicesagainstbigotry.org and ask others to do the same. Don't be a bystander. Voices Against Bigotry is a 3CR supporter. All right. Uh, I'm in the studio with Spike from the Homeless Persons Union of Victoria. Hi. Uh, hey. Uh, sorry, my dear. No, no, not at all. Uh, and also, uh, 3CR listeners might know him as one of the co-hosts of Ruminations, which is a fantastic show. Um, thanks very much for coming in. Cheers. So, do you want to start by telling us a little bit about your background and how it was that you came to be involved with the Homeless Persons Union? Okay. Um, I had a lived experience of homelessness. Uh, I I had a long-term experience of homelessness and and I also and, and part of that was also that I squatted mm-hmm. I did a bit of squatting and and part of that community was 
um, there, there was a sense of camaraderie, solidarity. Mm -hmm. We supported each other. Yeah. Um, that, you know, as a young person, um, not having sort of trying to find their way in the community and life in general, I suppose. Um, it really, it was a, it was a great support, yeah. you know, because we, we were people of like mind. We were into the same sort of music and politics and that sort of stuff. We were yeah. quite active. Yeah. Um, then I sort of got into my early 30s and everyone sort of grew up, mm -hmm. you know, and... And I realized, and I ended up, and I finished up in a rooming house mm -hmm. with people I didn't know, uh, different ages, different backgrounds, did not have similar ideas to me, you know, ways of seeing the world. And what I noticed was, is a real lack of, I suppose, a, a cohesive sort of um, movement. Do you know what it's like? Even though all of us shared a lived experience of homelessness, we there was very anything else. There's very little else that we had had that we could work on, and 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 and, that, and that's what I noticed within the community. Is like um, you know when when people when uh, business people build bridges or housings built or uh, inf any sort of infrastructure, that you know. Uh, people with disabilities aren't consulted, for example. Homeless people aren't consulted. Yeah. Very, uh, you know, public transport users may be consulted <laughs> occasionally because they're organised. Yep. And, and then through, um, I also eventually got housing, you know, uh, when I was like 38. Mm -hmm. uh, and I did a community development course. And, and I realised that one great idea would be to try and build the community within the homeless uh people never experienced you know the homeless community yeah. because I, f I thought that one thing that we didn't do well because um, there used to be a, a squatters union in in yeah. the 80s but I you know unless you were part of that sort of group it, 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 it can be quite alienating for others that don't have the conceptual tools to understand you know well there's a system out there you know there's a particular way of seeing the world yeah. um, and it's a very political and and I don't I don't and from my experience living as a homeless person, not just because you share an experience with someone doesn't mean you share an ideological yeah, view of sure. the world. And a lot of people have, are very traumatized. Mm -hmm. um, they have drug problems, mental health problems, have been in accidents, uh, you know, all types of things. And they're not they don't particularly want to be involved in in any sort of political activity. And so I thought it was in, w that there was a space there where. There should there should be a voice, for there, there should be a, a cultural space where there's some dialogue where, you know, people that have had a lived experience of homelessness were able to to have a voice and a say on what happens in the community, mm -hmm. and that's what drove me um, with a couple of other people to start thinking about developing a union. Yeah. All right. And then, like, what practically? What? How did it come about? How did you start meeting people, organising all of those things? Um. Well, we met in a pub. The first time we met was a pub, and actually our one-year anniversary was two weeks ago. Right. So it was October last year. Um, we met at a pub, and I talked I talked to people about And also did um, Council to Homeless Persons had a peer education. Yeah. They have a peer education support program, and I completed that. Um, and so I thought, well... These guys, they're, they're keen, on, they seem to be keen on um, supporting the voice of consum 
I don't like that word consumer or people that have had a lived experience yeah. um, and having their voice heard. Yeah. So I spoke to them and, you know, people that I knew um, that I thought might be interested and asked them and, asked them, and we decided on, um, yeah, on a union rather than a loose collective and initially yeah. because... In, it seemed to be a good idea in terms of being able to get tax deduction, like uh, right. donations, and I suppose this it wasn't necessarily my idea. I'm not the there was there's yeah. a half a dozen of us involved, but incorporation seemed to be the, a prevailing you know that go, uh, consensus that yeah. we go for this incorporation thing. It wasn't I'm not naturally one of those type of people. Wrongly or rightly. So, um, yeah, it was uh, an interesting time for me. It was a learning experience. Um, I saw incorporation as a bit of a straitjacket initially. Mm-hmm. And and I can see even after a year, in 12 months, I can see the pitfalls of it. So, yeah, we decided that we were going to incorporate, begin this union and reach out to rough sleepers. So we started having barbecues and um, uh, we... Uh, the, the the day the remembrance of the domestic violence I can't remember what it's officially called they have the march oh uh, the uh, reclaim the night that's right yeah uh, we we slept on the steps steps of parliament and that was like within the first month of of the existence of the union and that sort of started the ball rolling right and from then on we've been meeting uh, monthly um, and every two weeks yeah. and, and and yeah we've. Yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> and you said it started with about a half dozen people. That's or right. So. How many members does the does it have at the moment? Um, officially, <laughs> there's about officially or unofficially. Officially, there's about sixty. Yep. Um, on our books, but um, it's as I said earlier, it's really difficult. Um, I suppose our natural constituent constituency is people with a lived experience yeah. or people who who care, yeah. who, who think that it's important that. All types of people have a say, you know. If it's a, if we say that uh, Australia is a pluralist society, well, you know, it requires a plurality of voices. Sorry, oh, that's right. Um, so uh, that was that that was one of the um, driving, you know, um, mm-hmm. ideas was that yeah, we people that have had this experience deserve to be heard, and and we shouldn't leave it up. To professionals and sector people yeah. um, to speak for people who, who you know, they, they're they're quite able to speak for themselves if you give them the opportunity. Yeah, um, and that's part of the disempowering aspect of of being homeless is that you that you're not ever asked. Yeah. You know, the people make decisions on your behalf, mm-hmm. and 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 if that's and and in the disabled um, uh, area, that's seen as a negative. Yep. Uh, people in that in the area of mental health, that's seen as a negative. Why is it not seen in in the same light when people experience homelessness? So that again, that's another driving as a factor. Was you know, uh, it's seen as your fault. Yeah, it's yeah. very much blame the victim. Everything's you know, it's 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 uh, it's very much uh, an assumption that everything's set up for just for you to flourish as a young person. <laughs> well. You know, not all of us had the backgrounds. Yeah. You know, my mum wasn't a teacher. My dad wasn't a professional. You know, um, for 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 most of the pe- people that I know that have been homeless, it goes back as far as to their childhood. Yeah. You know, it may they may not have been homeless as children, but things happened to them 
at home yeah. as growing up that shaped the way they saw the world and you know or and then of course there's other things like you know relationship breakdowns car accidents all that sort of stuff but yeah, yeah um it's 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 a multifaceted and that's what we've learned and then like also with the mental health thing it's such an opaque you know the community treatment orders that mm-hmm. there's nothing transparent about that system yeah um so you know um yeah it, it was incredibly one of the main reasons was is to give people who have had th- this wide range of experiences an opportunity to have their voice heard yeah so uh, what is, you said you've been going for about a year now. What yeah. are some of the things that the, the union's done over the last year? Well, we've held some breakfasts, uh, a homeless breakfast, um, which went for about six months. Mm. Um, uh, sorry, about three months, to correct that. Um, we put some missions into the Move On Powers. We've had one of them dropped in the state government. The Napfine government had, you know, the police were able to move on people based on assumptions that you were dealing drugs or... Uh, uh, being hostile to others just based on how you looked and we had that dropped. Oh. Um, we've made submissions into the um, the institutional sex abuse yeah. for a lot of people that are homeless have experienced sexual abuse. Um, uh, we've worked with Info Exchange to develop a phone app for homeless people, yeah. which is which is quite. It was fun. It was fantastic <laughs> that they were actually listening to yeah. us. Um, it sort of uh, provided legitimacy. We, you know, we felt like we were being effective. Yeah. Um, what else have we done? Um, I think just by a mere existence, the yeah. fact that people have been able to see that there is an organised or. <laughs> Or as <laughs> we're as organised as we, we we're trying, <laughs> we're trying really hard to be organised. Um, that there's a semi-organised group of people that are that are attempting to have the voice of people who've had a lived experience heard has made a big difference. Yeah. Um, um, oh, look, I'm, I'm drawing a bit of a blank now. You put me on the spot, but um, that's right. I mean, you, that's a lot of things that you've already mentioned. Really? Yeah, uh, I, I feel like it. I mean. I think a lot of people, when they hear like homeless persons union, they think of it as like quite a narrow thing, like that you might be focusing very much on just housing. And even though that's, that's obviously a big part of what you do, it seems like that you're showing that there's a whole range of issues that homeless people have perspectives on and that you're not, you know, that, that the experience of being homelessness isn't one dimensional in the way that the media often paints it. It's a great question. Yes, that's a great question. And, and um, yeah, we, as look, we can, we could never promise people housing. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and homelessness is more than just about bricks and mortar. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's about feeling part of the community. It's social incu- inclusion, community participation. Um, you know, another thing that we we work, we were working on with the Melbourne City Councils, uh, we tried to communicate with them, was the access to public amenities like toilets at Macaulay yeah. Station. I don't know if you heard about that young girl who was studying underneath the bridge at yeah. near Macaulay Station. Now, yeah, right. because she was studying, and fantastic for her, she was offered housing and offered a place at uni next year. The yeah. other people that live there yeah. didn't have access to a toilet. And the, the, the train station toilet was like 60 seconds away, and they wouldn't open them. And when locals had, had uh, joined together to try and pay for a portaloo, they they were threatened with um, legal action. So that, that's a, another aspect of, as you said, quite quite you know um, accurately, 
homelessness is more than just uh, not having a roof over your head. It's not feeling like you're a part. You're not, you know, uh, part of the community. You're an outcast. Yeah. Um, and that you, you, you're not entitled to access to a toilet, a shower, laundry facilities. Um, mm. That there's something wrong with you, or, or that you're not functioning. Yeah. You're a low functioning person. So, it's yeah. We uh, look and 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 uh, we've had people. We've interviewed people from HAG on ruminations, and one mm. of the things I really respect about HAG is they were quite clear about look, we're not going to support people in their homelessness. Mm-hmm. We're about housing people, and I really and that's a quite clear, unambiguous you know goal. Yeah. Whereas we we can't promise that yeah. we we don't we don't have the professional backing, we don't have the resources, but what we can do is provide community. Yeah, we can treat people with respect, we can welcome them, and we can have their voice. They can feel sure that their voice is being heard if they join up, come to meetings, and, and want to participate. That's one thing we can offer is is that sense of community, and that that for me. And for other members is really important. Yeah. Okay. So another thing that I wanted to ask about is, like you say, HAG also runs a, a, a service for people who are at risk of homelessness or experiencing homelessness. Um, how can we, or how can services that, that deal with people who have an experience of homelessness, w- how can we be, be more supportive? How can we, you know, work in a sense of solidarity rather than paternalism? You know, some of just your perspective on, on how services should approach people. Well, man, you've got great questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are great questions because I think that's really, you know, I do a little bit of volunteer work um, at a, a health service in town. And it is, as much as they would like, um, I think they're really trying in, in a lot of ways to make people feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Um but the fact that there is no voice in the planning of how those service, uh, services are developed, implemented, and um, um, and uh, and then there's what's the other then process is how like they're uh, delivered. The de- de- deliver and then uh, I'm trying to I'm drawing a blank again. Um, you know the development of programs, implementation of programs, and and judging whether they're being successful right, or not. Right. Right. The homeless people aren't involved, yeah. and and I think that's I know it's it sounds like a a real cliche and a quite simple one, but they need to be invited to to the table. Yeah, they need to be involved because you'll find that people who are, are trying to find their way out of the fog of homelessness and feeling sort of confused and lost and and, and really frustrated we are are going to be looking for somewhere where, where they can participate. Mm-hmm. And if they can see that there's something happening in the shit, you know, um, they're actually going to listen to me. It makes a huge difference to people, and and they, it gives them a sense their self because again, we talk. I don't when we talk when the media talks about homelessness, they don't talk about self worth. Yeah, they don't talk about confidence. They they always it's always the bricks and mortar or so and so with a criminal record keeps burning down the public house, and <laughs> she's been offered. Forgetting what this person might have been through in their life. So I I think how we can support each other is to promote the voice of people for lived experience, to make sure that they're being heard, that there is um, a percentage of them, for example, at service providers like um, Launch Housing or Hanover Mm -hmm. or 
Salvation Army, I, I mean, this is a long shot, pie in the sky, but wouldn't it be great if you knew that 40% of the people that sit on the decision-making um, table had a lived experience? Mm-hmm. We're all, we're currently homeless. Yeah. And we'll give them an incredible insight into what their programs, how effective they are, um, uh, how well suited they are to the people they're supposedly providing services for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, they, they'd rec- they need that feedback. It'd be like um, uh, um, a doctor who's, uh, who's, you know, working with someone that has cancer and, and they're a physiotherapist type of thing. You know, you need, you need to have some sort of on-the-ground input or else it, grassroots input or... It just seems to me you're working from a theoretical yeah. perspective, very much a paternal, a paternalistic one, as you said earlier. Yeah. All right. Um, well, thanks very much for coming in today. If people want to get some more information about the union or want to get involved, how can they do that? Um, we have a Facebook page, Homeless Persons Union, on Facebook. We have a web page. Um, you can write to us at PO Box 99. Oh, what's the address of Trades Hall? Um, geez, 53 Ligon Street, Carlton. Um, you can write to us there. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Um, yeah, Homeless Persons Union of Victoria. And we have a webpage, Homeless Persons Union of Victoria. So please. And we have a meeting the first Thursday of every month at Trades Hall. Right. So if you ever, um, if, if you've had a lived experience or you, you, you believe that um, homeless people aren't being treated with the, uh, aren't able to access exercise their human rights or access social justice, please come along and have a chat and we'll be more than welcome to welcome you. All right. And do you want to plug Ruminations as well? Yeah, you? definitely. Yeah. Um, that, well, well, they're on this afternoon. <laughs> you can say this afternoon. We're pre-recording yeah, okay. interview, so it's a little confusing. Yeah. Um, Daz is doing this afternoon show. Um, myself and uh, Kelly do um, uh, every fortnight. So from next week, hopefully we'll be on air. And yeah, it's a great show. The only show that we're we're aware of that is produced and put to air, yeah, is produced and um, developed by people that have had a lived experience of homelessness. So thanks very much. All right, um, that was fantastic. Thanks very much for coming in today. Ta. All right. Is something worrying you? Need someone to talk to? Having trouble at work or at home? Call WIRE Women's Information on 1300 134 130, Monday to Friday, 9am to 5pm. Talk to a woman who cares. It's free and confidential Victoria-wide. You can talk to us about anything. You can also talk to us in your own language through our telephone interpreter service. So call WIRE on 1300 134 130 or visit wire.org.au. Wyatt is a 3CR supporter. How to Make Trouble and Influence People 2016 Diary will be launched at Friends of the Earth Food Co-op on Friday, November the 13th between 6 and 8pm. Join us at 312 Smith Street for speeches, readings and performances of classic Australian protest songs by Laura McFarlane and Jimmy Rat. A benefit for FreeCR and the Lost Said Ross Biological Reserve, the diary features 
366 radical dates in Australian history plus dozens of images and stories. Copies will be available on the night or can be ordered via freecr.org.au. How to Make Trouble and Influence People is a FreeCR supporter. All right, that is a fantastic diary. Uh, I definitely recommend checking it out if you're looking for a diary for next year. Great Christmas gift uh, for an activist in your life or for any other reason, uh, pick up a copy or at least have a look at a copy. It's really great. Uh, if you'd like to speak to the HPUV, uh, the next of their library meeting times um, that Spike mentioned is November 2nd uh, at Fitzroy Library at 128 Moore Street in Fitzroy. Uh, or at the different uh, libraries around the city of Yarra over the next couple of weeks. Uh, you can check out more information about that on their Facebook page, and I'll have a link on our page on 3CR to that. Uh, if you want to listen to Ruminations, that's tomorrow. Uh, so check it out Thursday afternoon. It's a great show. Uh, definitely recommend that as well. If you are listening to the show right now and you're a Victorian over the age of 55 uh, who's having some trouble with their housing, whether that be a problem with your landlord uh, rent that you just can't afford, uh, you need to plan for your future, whatever the issue might be, uh, please give us a call at HAG and we'll do our best to give you some help uh, or advice, support, whatever it is that you need. Our number is 9654 7389. Uh, if you're a member of HAG, don't forget that AGM is coming up on November 12th and we look forward to seeing you all there. Uh, just very quickly, my bad landlord of the month this month is going to be uh, the landlord of a 79-year-old woman who just moved into a furnished apartment. And when she tried to get into bed, she found out that the bed springs were poking up out of it uh, because it was so, so old and so badly broken. She said to the agent, look, you, you've got to replace that. The agent said back to her, ah, oh, well, we could get you a mattress protector. A mattress protector. I don't know what this guy's thinking, but FYI, a mattress protector is supposed to protect the mattress from you. It's not supposed to protect you from the mattress. Uh, that's the end. That's all we've got time for this month. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, Going to leave you with a song from Kutcher Edwards. This is Is This What We Deserve? <laughs>